The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. And that is our aim every week. I am Mike. Uh, again, uh, Dave Alexander not with us today, uh, but uh, he's here in spirit. We are here with Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier. We're here with Holly Bowers, the operations manager at RoofWorks. So welcome. Let's have a great show. Happy Saturday. Yes, indeed. I just wanted to stay outside. I know. It's so nice out. Oh, man. It, it, it's like, you know. When you were in high school, we went out and had our English class outside. <laughs> I remember that. That was the best. Yeah, it was. Those were always good days. We it's sh- a good day to be outside today. We, sh- we should do it outside. <laughs> just, you know, just taking nature. Speaking of nature, this is a very scary time for homeowners because uh, September is like the peak month for hurricanes and storms. Yep. Uh, and, you know, if, if your roof's not ready, you're going to be in trouble. That is true. That's very true. Let's knock on wood and say we're not going to get a crazy storm, but I think we're due for one at some point. It's like seven years in a row now we've, we've been hit by a hurricane. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the dice and say it's probably right around the corner. There is one doing kind of like a hairpin turn out there right now. Mm-hmm. So let's hope it keeps doing that because we don't like that. But even just the seasonal changes – and all those leaves falling down and the debris, I mean, that's going into our gutters. And uh, how often do, do your gutter inspectors come back and, you know, say, I, I just couldn't believe this gutter because uh, it I, my next door neighbor, uh, I'm sorry if you're listening, but he had trees in his gutter. <laughs> uh, we see that he a had lot. trees. I am just amazed <laughs> how pine trees yeah, a little oak grow. tree growing in the <laughs> corner just, yeah, uh-huh. everywhere i know well, brock and i were talking about that we were like there's some neighborhoods that have no trees because they're cutting all the trees down but the, the older neighborhoods yes yes you, so, so if, if you have trees in your gutters uh call us 919-860-9783 if you don't have <laughs> gutters please also call us because the rains are on the way and you're going to want that on your house when did they stop building homes with gutters Uh, look i i last week i did back-to-back appointments customers i got down in their crawl space right and that's what they're bringing me out there for right visible water penetration around all four sides of the retaining wall in the crawl space Mm. and i'm like look you've got a water issue down there now i didn't even notice walking up i should have but i i was focused on the crawl space and he's down there with me, and I said, you have gutters on your house, right? And he goes, no. Okay, well, I, I'd probably start there. I think you're getting a lot of water underneath the house here because you don't have gutters. Think about the facing of the roof. You, you could have just one facing of your roof could be 1,000 square feet. Well, right. when we get hit with hard rains, let alone for days in a row, right. the amount of water that comes off of that roof, if it's not caught by that gutter— you're flooding out your crawl space. So if you don't have them, get them. <laughs> this is not a state you don't want gutters yeah, in. Yeah, and just and you also have to make sure, because we see it a lot um, with five-inch gutters with two-by-three downspouts right. where the outlets are not cut big enough, and that's just mm-hmm. not sufficient. So even if you have a five-inch gutter, 
due to the slope of the roof, three by four downspouts are always the best. And then you have to make sure that the elbows that come onto the ground by the foundation are extended long enough to keep that water away from the home because if you have gutters and they're not done right, they're still going to cause major, major issues. That's right. Yep, yep, yeah. And uh, uh, another thing they may not know, you do gutters, of course. We do. But you also do gutter guards. I am just so thankful. Uh, <laughs> both of these companies have uh, really improved my life and my home, by the way. And um, uh, it's so nice not having to go up on a 25-foot ladder and, uh, you know, pray I don't. <laughs> because it, it's, it's difficult. It's dangerous. But... Uh, uh, these gutter currents really work pretty well. Yeah, and you have, I mean, you got a lot of trees around your neighborhood, too. Yeah. So you're definitely good. You are a great candidate for it. It's always those pine needles. They get in your gutter and they, you know, stop them up and impede water flow. And now water spilling up over the back of the gutter and rotting out your fascia. It's, it causes a lot of problems. I'm looking forward to getting them myself because if I have to go up one more ladder to clean my gutters, oh, I'm know. telling you, I'm going to oh, pull my hair out. <laughs> it's the pits. And that's oh. the thing with gutter guards is you have to make sure you get the right gutter guards for the right type of trees because there's some gutter guards that will not work efficiently with pine mm-hmm. straw versus oak. And that's they really got to know what they're doing and just make sure you're not spending all that money on a product that's really not going to be effective. We will be getting storms. I mean, that is just, that's just true. Uh, even if we don't get hit by hurricanes, uh, the effects of it do affect uh, uh, the eastern Piedmont here. And, you know, uh, if folks haven't had a roof inspection in five years, it's time, right? Oh, yeah, it's definitely time. I'd say five years, 100% is time. Um, that's why it's a good to have a roofing company clean your gutters because they can also check the roof while they're cleaning the gutters. So we always say if you can, do that because that way they're putting their eyes on everything else along with making sure that the gutters are open and functioning properly. Right, right. So so for the people out there listening and they say, you know, I haven't had an inspection in five years, they're going to go out, they're going to look at their roof. Uh, what are some telltale signs that that maybe there's something awry well i'd say check the attic first and foremost and i will say that forever because the attic will show you a lot and there's a lot of penetration that comes in the attic and so if you can get in your attic and you can see daylight up there that's the first sign (laughs) something's going on that's right and then it's it also depends yeah it also depends on the products that you have, the pipe boots, if they're the cheaper pipe boots, um, they're going to rot out faster mm-hmm. and you might see shingles blown up or shingles blowing off. There's all sorts of things that could be happening that you visually might not even be able to see. So, so you guys go up in, into the attic then? We do. We go, in, we go in the attic all the time. Every time there's a leak, we always have to get inside because you can't really assess a leak properly without getting inside to make sure that you're seeing where it's coming in from. Yeah, you you hear a roof inspection and you think, well, my shingles are fine. They're they're not just looking at the shingles. They're looking at your chimney flashing, your pipe flash, pipe jacks. Okay, mm-hmm. they're they're step flashing. Uh, do you have any shingles that are curled over due to wind wind damage? Actually yeah. folded back. I had a customer last week. Part of his ridge vent was missing. I don't know if they held that on with thumbtacks or or what, but he had a a two-inch gap right at the peak of his roof, and he was getting water damage in the house. Blew off in a storm. Hmm. There's a lot of variables. There really is. And I guess it doesn't take much to cause damage. Uh, No, not really. Not with the storms that we have around here. The wind storms probably cause the worst damage if things aren't done correctly. 
Okay, the number here at Making Home Great is 919-860-9783. We'd love to uh, hear from you. Uh, the next caller wins a Cape Fear seafood gift certificate. So uh, give us a call. We just want to we want to talk to you. Uh, we want to talk to folks because something's happening in their crawl space and they don't realize it and it's called mold and you say so many people have mold most of them yeah most most crawl spaces i get into we run into mold it's not because you're a bad homeowner no it just happens it does i mean it's where we are in the country if it's not um properly handled up front you know maintaining an environment down there that's not conducive to mold then most cases you're going to find it it's it's about the severity how bad is it? What is it going to take to get remediated? And what steps can be taken to prevent it from coming back? Okay, we've got a caller. It's uh, Joe from Raleigh. Hey there, Joe. Thanks for tuning in to Making Your Home Great. What's your question? Who for? Hi. Uh, I wanted to ask you about if your house is um, on a slab instead of, and you don't have a crawl space um, with your gutters. Um, same, I mean, is there any problem with it? damaging your slab i mean with you need gutters to take the water away from it that's a good question so most of the time with a slab you water your foundation okay with a crawl space you don't water your foundation because you don't want a bunch of water I, getting i don't know in. what you mean by that you water it uh, water your foundation. Yeah, sprinklers, good rainstorms. I mean luckily in north carolina we get enough rain that that pretty much waters your foundation for you it's not going to be causing you any issues uh, if you don't have gutters unless you're getting erosion of the ground around your foundation. For example, okay. if you have a very high pitch roof, they call that a 1012 or a 1212, the water coming off of that roof is going to come down and hit the ground with a little bit of velocity. So over time, that can start eroding your flower bed away. And if the further that erosion goes, it could cause structural cracks in your foundation down the road. So that is something to keep an eye on. I personally believe that gutters should be on every house. It does solve a lot of different problems. So if you do not have them on there, I might recommend at least reaching out to somebody to come out and give you a couple of estimates so you know what it would take to okay, get them well, done. Okay, well, what I have, I always get these terms, gutter, downspout, whatever, kind of mixed up. What I have is the things that go down, you know, they're vertical. Yes, ma'am. Those are downspout gutters, I guess. Yes, ma'am. Um, but I don't have the things that run horizontally along the roof line, you know. Okay. Well, it sounds like you probably had gutters at some point, and they took the, no. uh, well, where did the downspouts come from? Oh, you're saying they would have to be hooked up to that horizontal piece. Yes, ma'am. My my guess is if you have the vertical uh, downspouts mounted to your house, but you don't have the gutters that run along the fascia line, somebody probably took those gutters off at one time and didn't put them back on. Uh, that might be a fairly easy uh, solution. I'd recommend reaching out to RoofWorks and see if they can come out and give you a price on that. Yeah, definitely. Let, let us come take a look at it. This is not in Raleigh, so um, and I'm not at that house right now, but... Anyway, I'll just have to look at that. But I was con- it does have these downspouts, what I call downspouts. They run vertically down, and they have this kind of accordion attachment on the end of it to take the water away from the foundation. 
you know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. But the top of those downspouts are not connected to anything? They must be, right? I'm not looking at it now, and I'm not there. It's, it's not a house that, I'm, that I live in all the time. I'm not yet anyway, but... So I was just wondering about that. But it should have the horizontal as well as the vertical. You, you would hope so. Yeah, okay. Even if you're on a slab and not a crawl space, you still want that water to go away from the house. You do. And also with the slab, too, because you might have like a patio out back. But if you don't have gutters, it can also rot, rot the thresholds to your doors. And that, that always causes a big problem. So gutters, they just do so much to protect you. Okay. All right. Well, thanks well, a lot. Thank you, Joe. Uh, you have won a $25 gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company in the Village District. Cape Fear Seafood Company uses the freshest possible ingredients. Joe, they specialize in regional American seafood, signature dishes, hand-cut fish, steaks, chicken, incredible desserts. We hope you have a good time at Cape Fear Seafood. Go to capefearseafood.com. Thank you so much for calling in today to Making Your Home Great. All right, we're going to get into mold coming up next. This is FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great. FM 98.5, AM 680 WPTF. And welcome back. We have Holly Bowers from Brewforts and Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier, who is the doctor of mold around here. Uh, you know, there's all different kinds of mold, right? Because mold is it, it's an active, growing organism yeah there's mold and bacteria and fungal growth there's all kinds of little wonderfuls that we find down growing underneath the house and it could go from minor to severe yeah you know people are always worried about how much there there might be down there you know crawl spaces that are typically tall okay yeah. tall enough for you to be able to walk through or um, um you know move around maneuver underneath the house pretty easily we don't normally find a great deal of mold in those spaces because the the dirt itself is much further away from your floor joist and subfloor than a three-foot-tall crawl space. Most of the crawl spaces uh, that we find aggressive mold in are typically pretty tight environments down there. That's mm. when you're down on your hands and knees, you know, barely maneuvering underneath the house. So there's, there's a few different variables. The water table, uh, how much moisture is underneath the house due to high relative humidity, the distance from the, from the subfloor from the dirt itself. Mm -hmm. um, the good news is, is regardless of how bad it's gotten down there, there are solutions to get it back into, into good, good shape. And we're able to do that. So, so white mold is where it starts? White mold is the most common. Uh, you know, we, we have these... We call them cave crickets, but anybody who's crawled underneath somebody's house in North Carolina, there's these large crickets that hang out underneath the house, and they leave little bacteria droplets, that's how I'll put it, on oh. the wood down there. Uh, and then, yes, because of high relative humidity, you'll start getting white mold growing at the base of that, and that's normally where it starts, uh -huh. and it can get pretty severe from there. If it can work its way up to your subfloor, then it needs to be taken care of immediately. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, but it's very common. And uh, how, how often do you see homeowners that do not have a good vapor barrier? Oh, a good vapor barrier. I would say eight out of 10 
Really? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. The majority of the customers that are reaching out to us are because they know they have an issue. Well, in most cases, they have an issue because the vapor barrier is poor, wasn't installed properly, yeah. uh, among other issues. So personally, I would say eight or nine out of 10 do not have good vapor barriers. But that presents a lot of the moisture coming up, right? Uh, yes, especially if it's not done properly. I get into uh, underneath a lot of houses and you have this, this plastic that's just kind of thrown about here and there, mm-hmm. gaps of dirt between sections of plastic. You know, my house, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> not, not anymore. We, we've got that fixed. Uh, that, that's not doing anything. If you're not covering all of the dirt, then there's a lot of moisture and humidity that's coming up in the spaces that aren't covered properly. Hmm. Uh, so a great deal of crawl spaces we inspect, that's that's what we're walking into. Hmm. And customers lean on us to correct the problem. We need to kill the mold, and I want to make it where this is an environment where it's not going to come back. Mm-hmm. So that's what we specialize in. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, one thing that maybe folks don't know about RoofWorks is that – it's really a design center. I mean, it really is. Uh, we were talking about, about gutters. And when I had to decide about gutters, um, uh, they said, well, you know, what color you want them? I don't know. <laughs> silver or white? Aren't what they? are my options? <laughs> but a lot of folks go into the black gutters now. They are. I know because I had to told you guys to go around to all these different yes. neighborhoods and look at these color schemes. It's really important, though, because even if you – you come in the. Sh- I want people to come to the showroom so they can see all the different options. But then you also need to go and look at these on a bigger picture scale because, looking at it from a sample board, you can't really get the big picture. Mm-hmm. So we we have references for all these different houses, all these different styles and colors. But it's really really important to ride around because. You do a brown shingle on a green home, it's going to look different than a brown shingle on a blue home. And so you got to make sure that the colors, they all complement each other. Mm -hmm. So the design center, uh, would they call and make an appointment and uh, just meet with you? To start? They can meet with me and they can meet with the team. I mean, the team, they always come to me if they want to get a second opinion. But color schemes are one of those things that, you know, my opinion might be what it is, but then I, I don't want to steer anyone the wrong way. So I'll give them my opinion, but it's always up to the homeowner because everybody likes different things. I'm going to say, I don't know if this shingle is really going to look right. Here's some other options, but then ultimately I always let them make the final decision. Yeah, yeah. And, and I really would encourage it because there's really such a difference uh, in the different architectural uh, type shingles, yes. for instance. And uh, there's very different variations in the color schemes depending on which manufacturer you go with as well. Yeah. And you have uh, even um, uh, metal shingles and uh, we do and metal shingles, metal panels. There's all sorts of synthetics. You got slate, tile. There's just so many different products to choose from. Yeah. It's so nice to just you know have that tactile feeling, right? Yes. Because you you can you can tell sometimes the quality of something by its weight. Uh, and and some of these shingles are really pretty. Pretty weighty. Oh, yeah. There's shingles out there that are 300 pounds. I mean, those are true 50-year shingles. And so that's, like I said, just understanding the product and what you're buying and how long how long it's going to last is really going to make the difference just to make sure that you're making the decision that you, you're getting what you actually want and understand that you have a lot of options. Yeah, depending on, on your neighborhood, too. Uh, for instance, if you go over to Cary, there's a lot of shake shingles type things. Uh, but uh, 
uh, through some of my research, uh, I've seen actually some synthetic ones that can outlast them sometimes. Yeah, I mean, this isn't really the climate for cedar shakes. If you're going to go with cedar, you want to go with a heavy cedar shake. And there's a lot of maintenance that goes into cedar. Um, it's really, you know, popular up north because you don't have the humidity and the kind of climate that we have in the south. But it's really mm-hmm. not an ideal product for the south because it doesn't last as long. Because you're going to have to, like I said, keep it treated just like a deck. And really the lifespan on the cedar in this area is just not going to be what you get from getting it somewhere that's not as hot and humid. And so we, like, I always want to make sure people know the truth of that because it's really, really expensive. So just make sure you understand that. If you're going to invest in cedar, know that, you know, this isn't a long-term product. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, but it's there's going to be a lot of maintenance, and it's not going to be a long-term. Yeah, it'll be annual investment. Every every year you'll be spending more money to keep the roof in good condition. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a very expensive roof to have. Because, I mean, it's wood, and it does the same thing that decks do. Water penetrates it, and it just it breaks it down, and that's, that's the thing with cedar roofs. Now, yeah. there's some of these slate. I mean, there's some of these that that look, you can get that look, look like, just like it, like, right? like a cedar. Some of these metal options That's that right. you can get, and at least if you're going to spend the money, you're not going to have to go up there and doctor it once a year. That's exactly right. Yes. All right. So we have a whole lot more discussion uh, going on. Another half hour is coming your way with Holly Bowers from Roofworks and also Triangle Radiant Barriers. Brock Emmons, we would love to have you call in and tell us about what you need for your house. Uh, Brock has uh, quite a resume uh, as far as that's concerned, and Holly as well. Uh, So give us a call. It's 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great. Welcome back to Making Your Home Great. I am Mike along with you. Dave is not here. We wish him the best. Hopefully he will be back soon. Please, Dave. Uh, we are with uh, some some of our friends have been with us a long time. Uh, we have Holly Bowers from Roofworks and Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier. Now, we were talking about, you know, uh, weather coming. Well, let me tell you, folks, you don't just have to worry about weather. There are things out there that my wife calls Rat monkeys, <laughs> rat monkeys, rat monkeys, and and I'm I'm all ears. What is a rat a, monkey? Typically a a squirrel. Uh, I don't know the genus species on that, but uh, rat monkeys works for me because uh, they are efficient they, climbers. They are efficient climbers, and they like to chew. Right? Do, do they <laughs> yes, chew roofs? They do. They do. <laughs> they definitely do. I mean, and they got the little ones too that just find their way in everywhere. So. That's, we get a lot of calls about critters. We, we always tell them to call critter control first and get them out, and then we'll go in and seal everything up. Because what we don't want to do is trap them inside the home. But, but they, they, they cause damage from the outside. They do. I mean, they'll cause all sorts of damage. Chewing on products and metal. I mean, they're just pretty adamant about lead. working their way in. Yes, lead. lead. They love chewing lead. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't say they're ingesting it, but, yeah, they'll go up there and chew it up just to make a point. Mm. They're, 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 uh, Another reason to have somebody look at the roof a couple of times a year at yeah, least. The, I mean, yeah, because it's way up there. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and uh, there could be some some damage going on. I think a lot of folks, you know, they live in their houses and they go up to their attics. I've got one of those 
pull down things. I go up there maybe three times a year, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's about it. And uh, you don't really see any damage that's going on if you just go up that sporadically. Uh, because you're looking for the Christmas tree. Well, and, it's and that's not, all you're looking for. Yeah, it's not just this. You know, the worried about the squirrel getting into the attic. The squirrel will open up a hole for the bats to get in the attic. Oh, I know about this. And uh, yeah, you you and your wife had to deal with this problem um, because that you can't just catch them. You can't hurt them. You can't harm them. They're a protected species here. Yeah. So once the bats get in there. Literally, some companies have said you have to wait until they fly out at night and then seal up the hole. Right. That is the only way you're allowed to do it unless you wait till the end of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, oh. they have these tubes and uh, they come in and they can't come back out. Yeah. So, so the squirrels can then not just cause damage to your roof, not just cause potential water damage, but also let in other friends neighborhood friends that can cause different types of damage yeah and the big thing is just keeping the tree limbs away from the roof i mean if you've got tree limbs hanging over the roof get cut them back because that's i mean not only will the critters get on there but those storms come and tree limbs break and fall and puncture holes they just cause so much damage you ever parked your car under a tree for a few hours and you come out there and it's almost coated in this sticky oh yeah okay. pine sap right right well that's yeah, on yeah. your roof do you think that's going to be helping oh. the longevity of the roof mm, probably not and you have debris that's getting on there and mm-hmm. at this they just cu- just cut the trees back that's the best solution for it yeah and speaking of solution we, we we've talked this uh, uh about this before you are really not a proponent of uh, people cleaning the roofs. Why? No, because, I mean, they're coming up with better products now, but it's just the chemicals and the asphalt. It, if you use, like, bleach, for instance, is horrible on shingles. It breaks the asphalt down, and then it just makes the shingles not last as long. And when they get to a certain point, most the mo- biggest reason people clean the roof is to get rid of the algae. But sometimes if you clean it, the algae actually comes back and it grows worse and faster and it creates a bigger issue than it did to begin with. And if you're trying to do it to get rid of the algae, really the best thing is zinc strips. Um, that's really the best product out there for it. But there ha- it hasn't really been anything else that's really controlled it throughout the rest of the life of the roof. Without damaging the roof. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you just you don't want to knock those um, the asphalt off that shingle because once it loses its grit, the shingle's life is getting compromised at that point too. Well, well, and, and this kind of brings in the whole thing about these fifty-year uh, shingles and things like that. A lot, lot of misinformation as far as how homeowners perceive that. Uh, I think we have a caller coming in. Um, uh, the number is nine one nine. Eight six zero nine seven eight three. The next caller, by the way, with a legitimate question about roofs or your crawl space or your attic, uh, it wins a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood C- Company, and uh, that's uh, coming up. So uh, we have Holly Bowers and Roofworks, and we've got Chris on the line from Clayton. Hi there, Chris. Thank you for joining us. Uh, making your home great. What's your question? Yes, sir. Today is a beautiful day to be outside working. Um, we don't want to be I've in the got, studio. We just want to be outside. <laughs> so, yeah, we're jealous. I have a uh, several dormers, but I've got one. And on the north side of that dormer, I've got quite a bit of moss growing right along the uh, edge of the dormer on the roof. And uh, it looks really bad, and I know it's holding water and damaging uh 
my uh, siding and my flashing in that area. What can I do to get rid of it? Is it moss or algae? Is that, you think it's algae? Because usually, I don't know if algae would cause as much damage as maybe you're getting damaged because the flashing work needs to be done, or maybe you've got some rotten wood there too. So I would say let us come out and take a look at it and see what's really going on so that we can assess it properly and try to come up with a good option for you. I would I would lean towards algae if it's on siding. Um, is this wood siding? No, it's a hardy plank, yeah. but it's not, so, it's not on siding. It's on the actual shingles themselves, okay. and I got a 50-year architectural shingle, okay. and they're 15 years old. Ooh, huh. that, that's a good one. We want to protect that. Yeah, and we yeah we definitely want to come take a look at it because it could, it could be a defect um, with the shingle itself. So it's definitely good to get us out there, and let's, let's do an assessment on it and figure out why there's so much LG right there. Is that the only area you're seeing it on the roof? Well, I've got a pump house that's also in a shaded area. Okay. It's two pump houses, and they're doing the same thing. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's just dark, wet, uh, doesn't get much sunlight at all. And I didn't want to put anything on there to damage my shingles, so I was wondering if there's, uh, you know, something other than bleach that would, would kill uh, algae or moss. Yeah, I mean, we could we could do some zinc strips right there at the at that area along the ridge line. So that's that would be a great option for you. But I'm sure that's why it's it's growing so much, just because you don't get any sunlight, and so it's just staying wet. And even even the plant based fungicide, if you were to go get like an RMR, which uh, is a plant based fungicide that will kill algae and um, and moss. The problem is, is it does still have a little bit of bleach in it and to address her point bleach is not what you want to be putting up on the shingles so i i actually do recommend having roofworks come out there and take a look at it because if it can be done and not damage your shingles mm -hmm. they can do it and if it is a defect in material which you should be crossing your fingers is the case then they can help you through the process of getting that replaced okay all right chris uh, yep thank you much Oh, well, Chris, uh, listen, you're a winner, man. Uh, I'll get some free food. You just <laughs> want a $25 gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company, huh? Uh, let's get some shrimp here. At the uh, Village District location, Cape Fear Seafood uses the freshest possible ingredients. They specialize in regional American seafood, signature dishes, and our favorite, hand-cut fish. Yes, steaks, chicken, incredible desserts. Go to capefearseafood.com. Thanks so much, Chris. Enjoy that. Now, how are these strips installed? Let's say you have a section of the roof that does not see a lot of sunlight. And to address his point, he's getting some moss growing up there. These strips you're talking about, how are those actually installed? And, and what type of impact do they make? Uh, so they, they put them along the ridge line, and so basically what it does is that zinc just runs down the roof uh, and kills the algae as it as it goes. Uh, and that's okay. why you want to put them up high because you're basically you're killing everything from the top down. And that's a way of doing it where it's not going to be damaging the shingles itself. That's right. And I know they're making shingles and adding more zinc and products that are helping this, but nothing has been on the market long enough to really stand the test of time. Right. Yet. That's the problem is, you mm -hmm. know, 30 years we might know that, hey, this this particular product is actually really going to be LG resistant, but there's no proven facts yet because it just hasn't been around long enough. That's that's the tough part about some of the new items that are coming out with roofing, with flooring, you know, that that's are claiming, right. you know, all, all this kind of stuff, longevity. It's, yeah, well, you know, it's a three-year-old product that says it's going to last 30 years. We don't know yet.
That's we, right. We, we need to wait 30 years. Yeah, you really do. And zinc has really been around for, for a long the time. test of time. So yep. that, that is the one product that we actually know that you can invest in that is going to, it it will work. And I, I don't think that avoids any, any uh, manufacturer warranties if you use zinc, but I think there are some cleaning products that, that if you will, use that yes. will void the warranty. Correct. Right. Mm, okay. Read the fine print. Uh, we are uh, with uh, Holly Bowers from Roofworks and Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier this week. Let's talk about energy uh, coming up next. How, how some improvements that uh, uh, these guys in the studios can actually lower your energy bill. Wouldn't That's you right. like that? Huh? <laughs> That's huh? right. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Making Your Home Great. Everything's costing more, guys. Everything is costing more. So uh, homeowners looking for ways they can save some money. Can they do it uh, with some of the products that uh, you offer, Brock, for instance? They can do it with a couple of the products that we both offer. Um, you know, we were just talking during the commercial break. There's, there, there's five major components to you having a low electric bill. Okay. okay. Most homeowners have two of the three, uh, two of the five, three of the five. It's good HVAC, good doors and windows, a good thermostat, good insulation, and good attic ventilation. If you have all five of those, you're going to have very low utility bills. But most customers have good doors and windows. They have a good air conditioner, but they don't have good attic ventilation, and their insulation is poor. So there are lots of different ways that you can decrease your utility usage. Mm -hmm. The key is to bring somebody out to your home that can do an inspection, take a look at all five, and find out this is where you're losing your energy. This is where you should spend your money, and it's going to make the largest impact on your usage. Okay. We have a caller on the line, uh, Derwin from Raleigh. Derwin? Hello, Hello, Derwin. Welcome to Making Your Home Great. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Great. Is this Derwin Manis? It's... This is Derwin Manis. How are you doing, Derwin? Good. How are you, Brock? Well, I'm doing excellent. Wish you'd come into the show. This is Derwin with RoofWorks. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Hey, Derwin, uh, before you ask your question, I want to ask you a question. I was on uh, the website, and you did a posting for uh, Holly Bowers and something we didn't know. She's called the hammer around there. Where did that come from? <laughs> well, what happened was Holly's been with us now going almost 12 years, and Holly has always been super energetic, and she was running our repair department, and she really, if you get to know Holly, Holly is about as nice as it comes, but she was running the cruise, and she really wouldn't let the guys get away with anything. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> A different side of her we're about to hear. <laughs> and, I, you know, she has a, a great ability to be really sweet, but also drop the hammer on them. And I said, you know what? I'm going to call you the hammer, and it stuck. And everybody calls her the hammer. So Holly, Holly rules with an iron fist. It sounds like. Yeah, uh, she's the hammer, and it. Uh, so that's why she's called the hammer. Yeah. So, so what prompted you to call us today? Well, yeah. So, what prompted you to call us today? 
I was going to ask Brock about crawl spaces. I, you know, I've I've got a little moisture issue, and I've it's in a downstairs bathroom. And if I'm having issues where there's moisture, or I think there's moisture, is it most likely uh, I'm seeing a little bit, the slightest bit of mold, uh, and I probably. He's going to tell me it's got to be coming from my crawl space. But that's my question. Well, so this downstairs bathroom, is this a basement or just the first floor of the house? First floor. Is this a bathroom that you guys have a shower in that's being used pretty often? Uh, Not very often. It's basically what you would probably call um, a mother-in-law suite not being used very much. Not very much. Okay. But there, at one time, was a past leak, and it got corrected. But um, so I have seen just a little bit of what I call mold. But you know, are, are you are you seeing the the mold little dots on the ceiling of the bathroom? Is it is it or everywhere? Is it just around one of the air conditioning vents or the the fan? It's just at the baseboard. At the baseboard, uh, then yeah, I'm probably gonna probably gonna lean towards the crawl space there, unless that water leak worked its way down. The, and you know this, unless that water leak worked its way down that exterior wall. Now, is that bathroom right. on an outside wall or is it inside? It's an outside wall. Yeah, if that roof leak caused any water to go down that outside wall, I suppose that could have caused some water damage at the 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 uh, trim at the base, um, you know, that's tough. Without You can get in the crawl space, crawl over to that outside wall and find out if there's any damage up on the, the uh, sill plate or the uh, uh, rim joist. If there's not, then unfortunately then it's probably exploratory surgery. You're having to pull off the trim at the base of the wall, maybe cut a little section of drywall back to find out. Unfortunately, if there's black mold, you're not going to smell that. You don't right. you don't smell black mold. You uncover it, unfortunately. So, hopefully that's not the case. But if you're getting little black dots on on the trim at the base there, then we might need to do some exploratory surgery. Okay. All right. Well, that was my question. That sounds like fun. <laughs> well, thank you, Derwin. And we were wondering about the hammer, so uh, we're going to watch out for Holly. Her. Holly the hammer. <laughs> I'm glad I could answer that question. We're going to have to put that on the commercials. This is Holly the Hammer Bowers with with Roof Roof Works. Roof Girl and the Hammer. (laughs) Any other nicknames they have? We we could. We could get her a cartoon that's Roof Girl holding a giant hammer, and that's going to be the new Roof Works logo. Hey, uh, Derwin, while we have you, um, something people may not know about uh, Roof Works uh, is uh, locally owned and operated, of course. But uh, you also work with uh, commercial companies? We do. We do lots of commercial work, uh, all types of commercial. That's correct. Um, and, have, and that flows over to the repair side of the business, uh, not just replacement, but repair as well. Are there different challenges with, uh, say, flat roofs? Uh, flat roofs can be a major challenge when it comes to leaks. Yeah, you know, it's pretty easy to, easy to find leaks on the seat plug side of the uh, roofing, but with uh, 
flat roofs, it can be a real challenge. That's why our tech, technicians on that side, they do a wonderful job when, you know, we get a call from a business and they say we, we have water coming in. Mm. They have to do a, a real good, what I call tracking that leak down, and, and we're real good at that. I got a question for you. I would assume that when you're doing flat roofs, you would prefer to do TPO. What is that? Uh, TPO is pretty much the prominent, and you know PVC is depending on the situation. What do you um, What do you run into if you have a, a commercial property reach out to you and they have a tar roof? Is that something that well, you can change from one to the other, or do you have to go back with a tar? Well, we. We don't do what, you know, the term in roofing kettle work. I don't blame you. The, <laughs> and that's <laughs> few and far between Right, now. right. But we can change that out. Uh, in other words, remove the built-up, we call it a built-up tar roof. We can change that out and go back with, you know, either the TPO roof system or a PVC or even the old PDM roof. PDM, Just, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, people call it a rubber roof. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a and that's always you know nine times out of ten that's what's happening. Very rare of anybody going back with a, uh, a true tar roof. Good. I'm happy to hear that. Okay. I hope those will just fade into history. Yeah, they're <laughs> just not very. They're not very safe for the crews to work on either. A lot no. of chemicals and things like that. That's right. All right, Derwin. We will right. let you get back to this beautiful weekend. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, All sir. Right. Y'all take y'all take care of the hammer. Right. <laughs> I'm worried, Brock. <laughs> uh, let's. We were t- talking before about. Um, warranties and all that and a lot of misinformation exactly what uh, a 50-year shingle actually how long it will last um explain some of that so it, it really depends on the product what they've done is the basic architectural 30-year shingle they've upgraded the warranties to what they call a lifetime warranty mm-hmm. the product itself didn't change but the warranties did change so that product's going to last, if you do just your basic architectural shingle, you're getting 25 or 30 years out of it. But if you go with the true 300-pound shingle or, or or higher, it is going to last you 50 years, and which is an upgraded product, upgraded shingle. So it just really depends on what what you get. 300 just, pounds? Is yeah, that a the, bundle? It's the 300 pounds per square. Ooh, wow. But those, I mean, they're, they're heavyweights. That and, is a heavy and one. It's, and that's, they're built to last that true 50 years. Mm-hmm. Picture carrying that up to the roof from the from the ground up a ladder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and most of the higher end, like um, going with certainty, like the, the Landmark Premiums, you got, you got Grand Manors, you have Presidential, Presidential um, TL, which is a triple laminated shingle. Those products are seriously going to last you. But mm-hmm. if you're just going with your basic architectural, then no, they're not going to. And that's I like where the, I like the Grand Manor. Yeah, me too. And just, just understanding the difference between that and it's really just the durability of the product itself. Mm-hmm. But Certainty does have the heaviest weighted shingle, even with your basic architectural shingle. So that's, I mean, that is the truth with that. And mm-hmm. that's why we like Certainty a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is, when you hear architectural, you think really expensive. But uh, actually, the upgrade uh, to, to another level is not that much. And I'm telling you, it's it's all about the look. Yeah, and considering that you're getting an extra 20 years of life, if you're spending, you know, three, four grand up front, it's going to be worth it. Because then you got to factor in the cost of doing another full replacement in 25 to 30 years versus doing a grand manor, you're not going to have to. You're just going to spend more up front, but then you're going to save it in, on the back end. Yeah. Uh, let's just spend the last uh, couple of seconds here just talking about you, you really start with repairs, right? You, we you, do. You want to get out there. You want to see the roof, and you want to say, you know, this this will last a little bit longer. That's or right. you've got a problem here, you got to address it, maybe not a full roof replacement, which you can do. Yeah, I mean, we, we tell the truth. We're not going to go out there and sell somebody a roof that does not need a roof. If you've got five years left, we're going to tell you you have five years left, and we're going to give you a, a plan or an option to say, hey, this is what we can do to get you to five years. But that's what, that's what you're looking at. This okay. is what we're dealing with. Give me your number. It's 919-852-2660. Okay, roofworks.com, W-E-R-K-S.com, and uh, Brock. TriangleRadiantBarrier.com or 919-986-8808. Dave, we need you back. All right, get healthy. <laughs> Miss you, Dave. has get been well. making your home great on FM 98.5 at AM 680 WPTF.